Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imagine this. You're at home and you get the call. WWE wants you back. It's all you've thought about for the past few years and then you make your big return and it all goes flubbing wrong. So yes, it does seem mean to revisit these, but we're doing it anyway. Because I'm signed for what culture? Please do caress that subscribe button. This is 10 dream WWE returns that immediately became nightmares. Number 10, Matt Bloom. I still need to know what the hell Vince McMahon was thinking. After leaving WWE where he was known as Prince Albert, don't Google it, Matt Bloom went to Japan and he was awesome. Known as Giant Bernard, he just wrecked fools and it was all there. Just do this in America and it will work. Nope. Instead, McMahon did bring him back, and I assume because somebody had told Vince that Bloom had been working in Japan, we gave him an Eastern gimmick. What? From nowhere, we also dubbed him Lord Tensai, drew symbols all over his face, and thought this would be fine. It wasn't. For starters, it was never going to be a success, and guess what the fans did? That's right, instantly saw him and started to chant Albert. This happened within seconds. So even if there was a chance, it was dead instantly. And even though Tensai was meant to be a Goliath Hill for John Cena to tangle with, we zoomed through that and turned Matt into a comedy character. Just excellent. Before long, his in-ring career was done, although he did find a second run as a great trainer in NXT. Almost like he did know what he was doing, but we couldn't help but put him in silly situations. Number nine, Bobby Lashley. Thankfully, this one worked out in the end. Bobby Lashley is awesome these days, and I look forward to seeing him every single week. The man crushed it. This was not true when WWE brought him back following WrestleMania 34. I don't know whether this was his punishment because he had left the company years prior, but he was soon put in a feud with Sami Zayn. And what was this? It was fine on paper, but all of a sudden we had Lashley's sisters. It was quite clear. Clearly some developmental wrestlers dressed up like women. Who came up with this? Bob was also scripted to sound like he didn't care, leaving him totally screwed, because there was nothing he could do. Nobody could save this. It was too bad. Even Sammy was left in the lurch, and you have to figure it was a reminder of what happens when you irk Vince McMahon. He'll bring you back, sure. There's always this period where bad things have to go down. Thank goodness Lashley is massive. He was able to come out the other side. Number eight, Kurt Angle. And here's another case in point. Everyone was so damn excited when Kurt Angle returned to WWE for obvious reasons. He had been in TNA for a decade, and yet this still felt like the right move. Nobody had done what the Olympic gold medalist had at the turn of the century. It's incredible. Clearly, those in charge were worried about his physical condition, so the decision was made for Angle to be the general manager of Raw. This wouldn't have been so bad, but one, wasn't a very good fit, and two, as Kurt has said after the fact, this delay in getting back in the ring meant all of his ailments got worse, Angle needed to move. The real strangeness came soon after this too, when somebody said, why don't we reveal that Kurt is the secret father of Jason Jordan? 
I'm not kidding. It was so dumb because nobody could suspend their disbelief in order for this to work. And clearly those involved felt the same. It was actually preposterous. It also meant rather than get Kurt Angle versus Seth Rollins or Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler, guys that could have hidden his weaknesses, we got a soap opera storyline that went nowhere and made no sense. And you know the deal with that. Two plus two equals potato. Number seven, Bray Wyatt. So this one is up for debate. I'm still on the fence, but I visit the internet. People have made their decision. For after Bray Wyatt returned to WWE at Extreme Rules 2022, which was excellent, what have we really achieved? We got some fascinating promos and intriguing angles, but the story still isn't headed in any sort of direction, and we don't know who Uncle Howdy is think by now we probably should. His first feud with LA Knight also didn't do much except promote some Mountain Dew, and soon afterwards Bray left TV apparently due to health reasons. That is the case, nothing but positive thoughts. Nothing's more important than that. The worry is is that this all tied into rumors that Vince McMahon was back in charge, and there's plenty of chat out there that they do not see eye to eye at all. So if nothing else, that's a nightmare for Wyatt. Must be horrible to go back to it. It's so nuts when he is back on television, we like need to hit reset again, which is the one thing Bray doesn't need. We've done that so many times, but just to underline it, if this is a health issue, nothing else matters. Get better, be happy, the rest can be sorted later. Number six, Brian Christopher. This should have been a lot of fun, but sadly the feud that brought it into existence just wasn't. Because back in 2011, Michael Cole was essentially feuding with commentator colleague Jerry Lawler when the former had an idea. Why don't I bring back Brian Christopher and tell the world this is Lawler's secret son? This happened on the 14th of Raw, and the horrible part was when Christopher walked out nothing but silence. I think this was down to the fact that nobody really got into the angle, but also it wasn't the Christopher we knew and loved. Everybody wanted Grandmaster Sexay, and instead we had a very serious chap telling the king why he sucked as a dad. Michael also had to laugh his way through this, which was just disingenuous, and all of it was a bad move. I mean, Cole and Lawler shouldn't have been put in this position anyway, so trying to add bodies to it was an utter failure. Number five, Scott Hall. Scott Hall was an all-time great. You can see it in the ring on the Mike, his characters, and how his peers talked about the man. They all called him a genius. This is why it was nice when he did get his due in 2014 when he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. But when he returned in 2002, things were very different. Hall had always struggled with personal problems, and even though there were assurances otherwise, he walked through the door and still couldn't find peace. Months after returning, he was let go due to substance issues, and it was so poorly received, even Stone Cold Steve Austin kicked off, booked to work against Scott at WrestleMania 18. The rattlesnake could see the writing on the wall and got the finish changed. As losing to Hall would lead to nothing, the man wasn't going to be around. This was accurate and it basically upended the whole NWO angle, but there was nothing else that could be done. We all wanted this to be fire, and it just wasn't. Number four, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash always struggled with WWE comebacks because his quads wouldn't play ball, but nothing was stranger than what we did in 2011. I mean, what? The year when CM Punk rose to the top, and rightfully so, somebody decided to properly end his WWE championship reign, when after SummerSlam, Kevin Nash returned and powerbombed him to hell. Alberto Del Rio then cashed in. Everybody was baffled. It was cool because look who it was, but the story here. Triple H was soon dragged in as he and Kev argued about text messages as poor Punk took a back seat. If this was meant to serve him, it didn't. The whole thing then ended with the game versus Diesel in a ladder match at the TLC 
pay-per-view. And think of that, a ladder match for a man with no knees. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall with this one because it's just baffling, but yeah, it ruined whatever we could have done with Nash. People just didn't want it. Number three, The Ultimate Warrior. Not a huge surprise, this one. The Ultimate Warrior and Vince McMahon just never saw eye to eye. Even after Jim Helwig's 1991 blockbuster run, they fell out. So when Vince called him up in 1996, it was going to take something unheard of to make it click. Nope. Instead, the Warrior was making unruly demands about comic books and licensing issues, plus made it clear that at WrestleMania 12, he was coming in to squash Triple H. So he did! even though sold the pedigree. It only took a few more TV bouts before the powers that be realized this wasn't going to work. And yet, amazingly, they still tried to get him back for his WCW debut in 1998. They actually thought this could become a serious ratings ploy, and I can tell you now it wasn't. His round two with Hulk Hogan is one of the worst matches you will ever see. Damn that fire paper. Number two, Batista. Do you want to know the lesson with this one? Listen to Batista. He knows what he's talking about. For when Big Dave learned he would be coming back in 2014, and winning the Royal Rumble, he told everyone, I, but make me the bad guy. Fans would be mad at this because that's wrestling, but it's fine if you can play up to it like a safety blanket. Nobody listened to him, though, when he was told to go out there and be the babyface, so as soon as he won the thing, boo. Still, the animal had watched the show, seen how popular Daniel Bryan was, and realized that he could be the perfect antagonist. Sadly, WWE didn't realize how over the yes man was, so ignored this and sent Batista to the wolves. It meant what could have been so Something awesome was tainted a little, although the ex-Evolution member always found his way eventually. Dude just got it and is crazy underrated. The real kicker was come mania, it was Batista that tapped out to Brian as the WWE Universe lost it. So again, don't tell me he didn't understand. He did. He should have done it his way. Number one, Shane McMahon. Love him or hate him, anytime Shane McMahon returns, he gets a massive reaction. The man is over. He was truly bonkers in 2016 as no one saw that coming, which was the same at WrestleMania 39. Problem there is that Shane O'Mac was also unaware about the fate which awaited him. For after challenging The Miz to an impromptu match, McMahon leapt in the air and when he landed, he tore his quad. Uh-oh. It was clear something bad had happened just by the response, and while Snoop Dogg of all people saved this by acting on the fly like a pro, poor Shane hobbled right out of their fight into surgery. I don't want this to happen to anyone because it was horrible to watch play out, and for those negative Nancys that revel in things like this, you're not nice people, he's still a human. In terms of returns, though, yeah, this was not ideal. Know of any other dream WWE returns that instantly became nightmares? Make sure you let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, and please do subscribe. Then you can make sure you click another video on the screen to stay on What Culture Wrestling. You can read more articles at whatculture.com. Listen, it's 2023. We're on social media at WhatCultureWWE, and I'm at Simon316. Please do give us a follow. My name is Simon for What Culture. I'm a really weird guy. And I've asked you before, and I'll ask you again what am I wearing right now? You don't know, and you're never going to. That wasn't meant to be sexual, by the way. Let's just stop. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.